Hey there, friend. I'm Susan, and this is the Spark Chasers Podcast, a series dedicated to the educational changemakers who embrace creativity, seek out challenges, and collaborate on solutions. This is a show for any educator looking to explore the creative side in the classroom, business, and life. So grab a cup of caffeine, your favorite flare pen, and let's chat about what's now and what could be next. Hey, hey, friend. How are you? If you are listening to this when it is released, you are in the home stretch, right? We got just a few days. If you are not already on break, we have just a few days left. You are crawling there. We are almost there. Um, and so today, we're not going to like dive into anything deep today. Today, I actually want to talk about the idea of introverts. Now, Here's an interesting thing that I have found over the years. Um, Most teachers that I know are actually introverts. And I don't know if that's because I'm an introverted heart and so I just tend to gravitate towards introverts or if teachers are actually more likely to be introverts. And so, you know, like many introverts, (laughs) when the pandemic first hit, I was kind of like, Y'all, I've been like preparing myself for this for a long time. (laughs) I do not have to go out and see people. I do not have to put on a brave face today. I can, you know, like do my stuff in my house. This is a dream, right? Um, I was okay with it for a little while. Uh, But what I've found, of course, is that we need people more than we think we do even us introverts. So if you are not an introvert, that is okay, because um, what this episode is going to talk about is not being an introvert, but honoring the introverts who are in your classroom. So whether you are an introvert or not, knowing how to engage those students who are introverted in your class, whatever that looks like right now, um, I think is really important especially now um, and where we're at in terms of all this change, right? Um, sometimes we tend to make the mistake that uh, that the introverts are okay right now. They're, they're weathering better than maybe our extroverted students who need more um, FaceTime, right, with us. Um, and I think that is a mistake. And so today, We're going to hop into this idea of introversion, what it really means. We're going to use that book, Quiet, from Susan Cain as a jumping off point um, and and explore some of these ideas a little bit. And I'm doing this now because of a couple of reasons. One, most people are headed into break, which is a great time for us to reflect and to think about um, things that we want to maybe adjust as when we come back. Uh, And so I think this is is timely for that. Also, if you are an introvert, being able to honor that for yourself during the break and recognizing when you need to be able to have that time for yourself and to, you know, calmly go back into the the places where you feel a little safe. Um, Because, again, we've been in crisis mode for nine months. And so we need <laughs> we need a little bit of time. And I think that winter break is a perfect opportunity for that. So let's dive in together. So I was a quiet kid in class. I was never the one who had a ton of friends. 
Um, I had very close friends. I had maybe two or three really close friends at any given time during school, but I didn't have, you know, like 20 different friends that and groups that I floated between. And I always looked to my peers and my classmates who were so much more outgoing and gregarious than I was. And I didn't understand why I was different. I preferred to work alone. I needed solitude to recharge, not an event, right? Um, And really not much has changed in the decades since I sat in the classroom as a student. So um, if that sounds like you, you are my person, right? (laughs) So when I read Susan Cain's book, Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking, I finally, after all these years, felt understood. And soon after marveling at how and why I have always been misunderstood, I had a sobering thought. Had I, as an educator, isolated students just like me? Had I favorited the extroverted ideal, as Kane calls it, and failed to provide support to the quiet kids in class? Had I somehow overlooked the kids who ironically were most like me. Our society places so much value on the traits of the extrovert, doesn't it? Like, have you noticed that? That when that we kind of idealize that popular kid or the extrovert who can talk with anybody in any room? Um, A Stanford Business School study actually determined that extroversion is an important predictor of success, believe it or not, right? So as we in the classroom prepare students to be college and career ready, we're taking the cue of those promoting the extroverted ideal and placing a tremendous amount of value on leadership, collaboration, public speaking, presentation skills, team learning, etc. And so is there value in these skills? Absolutely. And I actually would say, I would argue that many of us introverts actually have those skills and utilize them well, right? But do all students, introverts and extroverts alike, need to develop these skills to function in our society? Yep. I I wholeheartedly agree with that. However, as we're discarding the strengths of the introvert to chase the extroverted ideal, are we doing that? Are we... Are we saying the strengths of the introvert, that's okay, but what we really want is this extroverted ideal? I actually think we're doing that too. And I think it's fairly easy to do. Um, So let's talk about how to recognize um, introversion in the classroom. So first, we have to recognize that just as we differentiate for our students academically, we must also differentiate for different personality profiles as well. And before we begin to look outward for strategies to engage and honor introverted students, we have to look inward. So are we promoting an environment that honors the tendencies of the introvert? Or are we expecting students to perform to the extrovert ideal? Do we value noise over insight? Loud versus quiet leadership? Speaking over listening? Are we grading students based on class participation? And if so, are we measuring that engagement by the number of times a student raises his hand? Are we directing the majority of our attention to our more vocal students? Are we providing wait time to allow our introverted students to reflect and think critically? Or 
do we put too high a premium on quick responses from our students? And if I'm honest, when I think about this um, as an educator, I think I default to the extrovert ideal, even though I'm not that introvert or that extrovert ideal at all. I am the introverted student. I need a little bit of time to think through my answers. I'm not going to be the very first one to put my hands up, nor do I really want to be. Um, And so, but yet when I teach, that's what I'm looking for. That's what qualifies as engagement to me. And so maybe you don't do that. And I, if you don't, that's awesome. I'm so in awe of you. But I think for me, default mode is the extrovert ideal. So if that's the case, how can we honor our introverts in the classroom? How can we prepare them for the real world without trying to convert them? So here's a few tips for supporting our introverted students that um, came from this idea from Susan's, Susan Cain's books. So introverts tend to listen more than they talk and think before they speak. So we need to rethink group work. Collaboration is an important skill, but being able to work in solitude also holds tremendous value as we have all seen during this pandemic. So that isn't to say that we need to do away with team learning and group projects, but students should be grouped intentionally. The dynamic of the combination of personalities must be considered to avoid the potential for extroverted group members discarding ideas of less vocal people. There's got to be a res- an atmosphere of respect for differing work styles and personality types. So the best way to do that is a student inventory form. Um, we have one that we use with our certification students that is so valuable. It's literally just a checklist, but it gives students a choice. Like, would you rather do this or this? Would you rather this or this? And it gives you some insight in terms of personality types for your students so that you can make intentional group choices. Also, carve out quiet time. Introverted students need time for thinking and recharging. And schools don't tend to be quiet places. So how can you accommodate the introvert's need for solitude and for peace? This is going to look different in various places around the school or outside of school, but it's important to recognize the value of silence. And then lastly, allow introverts to choose to perform to their strengths. I think this is one of the most difficult ones for us to do as teachers, but I think it's one of the most valuable ones for our students. Kane says that introverted children often have an easier time identifying their interests and that they become extremely passionate about pursuing those interests. Introverts tend to express themselves better in writing than in conversation, and they tend to be quite reflective and often listen more than they talk, think before they speak, and make intentional decisions about how to express themselves. So, Think about how you can allow them to honor those decisions, right? Allow students to express themselves through writing and music and visual art and theater and small group discussion and role playing. So allow introverts to explore their passions to maximize engagement. And this is where arts integration can be so powerful in conjunction with the SEL and Um, understanding of our students and meeting them where they are. When we use arts integration in conjunction with this, we're giving our students the opportunities to express themselves in ways that are meaningful for them and are 
addressing who they are as people instead of who we're trying to get them to become sometimes. So I think that's a a really powerful way to look at introversion versus extroversion um, and that we can honor both. I don't think it has to be and or. Um, It can be both. It can be um, the way that we provide differentiation. It can be the way that we um, celebrate both of these tendencies and recognize the strengths in both, right? So I I hope that that was helpful for you. Well, this is a shorter episode because, you know, we're on break, my friends. We are headed to break. And so I want to give you uh, just something to think about, something to mull over just a little bit before we head out for the holidays um, and the celebrations, if that's where the, what you're doing this time of year. Otherwise, celebrating your winter break. So Um, With that in mind, I just want to give you a heads up. There will be no new episode next week. One of the things that we do as a team is take two weeks off from December 23rd until January 4th, somewhere around there. Um, We take them off completely as an organization. So there's, you know, we're not working at all. We're not really checking customer service emails. We're, We're really, truly unplugging and taking a break um, because we need it. And we know that you need it as well. So that means no new episode next week. But instead of a new episode, I hope that you will take time to, you know, reflect, think about this past year, get ready for a refresh for January, because I've got some incredible things lined up for us um, coming up as we open up 2021. I can't wait to share them with you. And in the meantime, I hope you have a healthy and happy end to 2020. And I can't wait to kick off the new year, 2021. Have a wonderful end of the year, and I will see you when we get started in January. Well, check that off your list, my friend. You just finished another episode of the Spark Chasers podcast. If you want more, head over to artsintegration.com forward slash spark chasers for show notes, a space to tell me what you thought of today's show, and links to what we talked about today. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. This helps others find the show so we can all grow and learn together. Can't wait to get together again soon.